0: 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1-2 through 2. Now concerning how and when all this will happen, dear brothers and sisters, we don't really need to write to you. For you know quite well that the day of the Lord's return will come unexpectedly, like a thief in the night. There is a shift in emphasis at this point in the text. Chapter 4, last week, had us clarifying what happens to those who have passed on before us. This should give us a sense of comfort, a sense of peace, and even anticipation that we will see those who have fallen asleep in Jesus again at the second coming of Jesus. Chapter 5 shifts the emphasis to the responsibility of the living, as we should remain alert and prepared for that day of the coming of Jesus as we are fully aware it is in the offing. It almost seems as if the apostle is writing about two different events. However, this is not the case. While the emphasis becomes the day of the Lord and judgment and responsibility are spoken of, this is not a separate event from the coming of Jesus. They occur at the same time. The intent in these next verses is a challenge to believers as they seek to live faithfully and even expectantly in great anticipation of this coming day. The way this section begins is quite interesting. He is basically saying that it is of no value to write to you about when this is all going to happen. It seems that this conversation is one that Paul has had before with these believers. While the second coming was going to take unbelievers by surprise, it would not take believers in the same way, as they would have been preparing for this all along. They were not to be caught unaware, as the second coming is as inevitable as it is unpredictable. Wait a second. If the second coming of Jesus is both inevitable and unpredictable, why have so many believers over the years tried to predict it? Truthfully, our own faith tradition is guilty of this exact mistake. We even celebrate it as the great disappointment each year. How strange is that? Why is it people, believers in particular, are always seeking to predict the exact moment Jesus will come again? I think it is pretty simple it is easier to plan than to prepare. For instance, when you plan to go to Disneyland on Tuesday, you can get ready on Monday, lay out the snacks, put your best Disney hoodie on the chair, check traffic when you get up in the morning, and have a great day. However, when you simply know you will have the opportunity to go to Disneyland at some point, you feel the need to always be preparing for the trip. The former is so much easier than the latter. When we don't know, and have to live a life of preparation, it is much harder than to simply plan for a specific day or hour. It is human nature. We want to know, specifically, when something is going to happen. I have three kids and when they were small, they could not think in the abstract. If we were going to do something, we would have to let them know exactly when it was going to happen so they could mitigate their expectations. This is hard when they can't tell time yet. However. As they got older, they began to understand the nuance between planning and preparing. They still want specifics, but as they mature, they understand the variables that make things change. And when those changes occur, they are not disappointed like they used to be. Rather, they have learned to roll with the punches. Paul does not think it is a worthwhile conversation to talk about the day, hour, season, or year this will all happen. He is more concerned with the inevitability of the second coming than the predictability of it. Perhaps we should learn to live our lives this way as well. Have you ever wondered when Jesus is coming back? Have you ever been frustrated that you didn't know? Do you remember thinking about this when you were younger? How did it make you feel? Is it different now that you're older? And if so, how is it different?